I turn myself into a pickle. I'm Pickle Rick Gohan. You gotta do. Uh, I'm a pickle. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Ballin' Out. Super. Gin edition. I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. So good to be sipping gin in the anime room. And Alex Patak. Ready to pod, ready to laugh. Hey, y'all, take a squat. Pop a squat here in the rumpus room. Let's all trade stories and trade love. But take (laughs) off your shoes. Because it's an annoying hippie house. Yeah, it's an well, annoying hippie a, house. It's not, it's not an annoying hippie house. This is a gentleman's house where we keep things clean. And here... Uh, it's downright a flat. A it's, true <laughs> southern gentleman. Are we going to do the thing? Are we going to do the gin? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the gin gents. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Hey. All right. So here on the podcast today, we have a special guest, Katie Rose Leon. Well, I do declare this is the best gin I've ever did seen. Fantastic. You know, we're just two <laughs> We're just two gents who love gin. I keep I'm wa- a southern belle and this is how I <laughs> speak. Yep, that's who drinks gin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And I drink Jen as an English man who's affected there an American go. accent. I was going to make a I was going to make a fake uh our fake guest was going to be Michael Caine. Right. Okay. But yeah. I kept in my head thinking, Michael Cohen. Uh-huh. Very different. Jewish Michael Caine. Maybe that's an episode we do. <laughs> Jewish All right. Michael so I'm going to I'm Jewish Michael Caine. <laughs> no. We are not Cut behind that. the Cut that out. We are not. Okay. Katie, Katie, have you considered... <laughs> Have you considered marrying a doctor? So we don't have a guest. <laughs> Katie, I know all of the Muppets. <laughs> Gonzo is one of us. I can't. All I can do... Gonzo is chosen. ...is kind of an imitation of a woman that sounds like Monty Python imitating a woman. I don't think either of us are nailing Michael Caine right now. I'm flawlessly nailing Michael Caine. Michael Caine. And here's the thing that you need to consider is that Walker, Walker, Walker... Mm. Mm. What's some, the name of the some men to... can't be reasoned with, Master Wayne. <laughs> some men <laughs> just want to lift people up on chairs at parties. Blow the bloody doors off of this podcast. Have you ever watched that um, acting workshop he taught that he clearly is shithouse stirring? No. You can look it up on YouTube. It's from like the early 80s. And he's just Michael completely Kane. shit-faced, just yeah. being like... I can't do an do imitation. It. Just, just do, do it. your I best. Voice, you got it. No. It's all about trying your best. Um, my best would be leaving Oi! This- <laughs> I'm Michael Caine! <laughs> yep. Huh? Here's how you bloody act! <laughs> I feel so respected. <laughs> Katie, I don't approve of what Jeremy's doing, and I want to hear your story. I want to oh, host this no. show. Hey, you guys, we don't have a guest. We don't have a guest this Sometimes, week. And we all got shit house. <laughs> yeah, we all drank gin, and now we're the gentlemen. Yeah, it went well one other time, so we're going to run it into the ground. Um, <laughs> Behind the paywall, which is much looser. So this is... 
kind of like a behind a paywall episode, mm-hmm. so enjoy this bonus. Sometimes tent. we'll have a guest and they'll agree to come on, and then I won't tell them where we're doing it or when it's happening. Mm-hmm. And so instead, we just drink gin, and that's the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, we watched. Uh... Oh, the Lord. Pretty exciting episode today, honestly, if you're listening. So we reached a Patreon goal where we're doing all the Dragon Ball Z movies, and we've already done... Mind you, we reached this a year and a half ago. Right. I mean, we don't... (laughs) At least. There was no... (laughs) It's been a long time. There is not a timeline. There is That's only true. We never promise a timeline. The concept of film. And so far, we have watched up through the Tree of Might film. And today, we are tackling the great film, Lord Slug, which right. has vaguely British podcasters for this episode. We, we, love, we love to see We yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. We, lo- we <laughs> love that the Queen has, has ordained this with, uh, with knighthood. Right. The Lord of Nemecbury. Is that what? It, yeah, it's Lord, right? That's Jin what you become when you get Southern uh, fellas. It is Southern. Jin is not Southern. Jin is not Southern. No. Oh, Katie's bringing out her a phone. A mint julep is Southern. Jin oh. is they they made the gin and tonic because uh, tonic water was like the medicine that they were giving to British soldiers when they were uh, raping India. Right. And uh, we talk about this <laughs> all the time too. <laughs> to make the to make the tonic more palatable, they put to gin make it in more it. palatable. Oh, you're right. Okay. Oh, yeah. And for you to second guess us in front of all of our friends, <laughs> <laughs> honey, not behind the paywall episode. <laughs> I'm going to end both of your lives. <laughs> but anyway. No, but we were drinking a fine easy. mint julep. Yeah, it's bad knees from working out. And you, I'll just say, there's a great train I want you to see. Yeah, you oh, have to really? <laughs> the thing is, we've both talked about this. If we have to get Jeremy, it's simply a matter of trickery. You yeah. lead him outside. Yeah, oh, check out a, this because canal. Because otherwise I'm a fine physical specimen, unable to be beaten. You simply have to see the infrastructure in the back of of this van <laughs> you say and then who follows you head over heels into a van nary the wiser <laughs> what you have to do if you really want to like get me out of the house you have to say there's a uh, there's a highway entrance or exit and there's a drain in it and we don't know where the drain comes from. And we've all been looking at it and trying to figure out where that's, what is that draining? And then you'll be like, oh, I know, I can figure this one out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, know, I would I know love a lot to about... stare at that for an hour. You just got to watch the flow. Where are we? Oh, I'm in a van. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing in Gowanus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it appears I'm chained to some kind of heavy object. All right. <laughs> Taking care of business. Oh, uh, mm. but the fun with these is even though we've expressed every opinion we've ever had about anime on a recording already, these movies are so long, it's pretty much the whole episode just recapping it. Yeah. And working overtime. Work yeah. it out! Usually these episodes are about uh, 15 minutes of bullshit time wasting and then yep. 45 minutes of recap. That's, That's what you by guys design. have to look forward to. And here's the... Here's the thing is, you know, I'm not supposed to be telling you this, but I've had a few G's in me. There's some surprises coming up with the ball and out formula. Maybe I don't say that. Maybe yeah, I maybe do. don't say that. Maybe I don't. <laughs> maybe okay. keep that I don't know. Hey, I love you so much. I'm your uncle. I'm going to tell you all my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I killed a man, and it wasn't even wartime. <laughs> it's just my instinct. Go on. I hit a man, and I kept driving. <laughs> I didn't look back. Go on. <laughs> your mother is not your real mother. I am. I was too young. 
I just uh, want to side note, it is very entertaining how high our power levels have gotten from the gin watching our levels. On the <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> we're all just peeking every other line. And working overtime, working, working overtime. out. Anyway, a lot to look forward to here on the Ball Down Super Podcast, Dragon Ball Podcast. Tell your friends, a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Ball yeah, don't Dragon say that. Ball. Uh, okay, no exciting stuff coming up. <laughs> Tell your friends. <laughs> Nothing exciting happening. General anime podcast. Just I a normal week. Manage <laughs> not to have a single drop of alcohol for weeks, including it's last true. night during the Royal Rumble, which was one of the worst Royal Rumbles. Oh yeah, it's also about the Royal Rumble. I Oh, God. So, they do two Did now. Did Goku come? There was because there Goku? there's the women's rumble and the men's rumble. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the women's That's was, the one with the that pink hats. It was phenomenal. Uh, the men's... no. Yeah, you the can, women's rumble on Washington. The women's you rumble. can make jokes. I'm just going to say <laughs> sincere stuff over your jokes. You guys remember when your girlfriend would bring you to the women's rumble and you'd be like, <laughs> but what are, where are we rumbling? I don't understand. <laughs> The men's rumble was no bueno, but they did bring back my husband Edge, which uh, oh, they brought Edge back. They brought Edge back, and he looked good. Yeah, <laughs> Edge has great hair. That's the only, I don't even follow he wrestling. He has like a fifteen pack now. He didn't even have that during the Attitude Era. It was wild. Was he like forty something? Yeah. He looks amazing. Edge it's- is on diet pills. Oh, he definitely <laughs> didn't drink a single drop of water that nope, day. He nope. was dehydrated beyond belief. <laughs> That's uh, that makes the falling down look real. <laughs> but yeah, but it was no good. But the women's rumble had three lesbians in it, and you know I love to see it. Now, Katie, you're the only one who follows wrestling. What made the men's rumble no good? So there's this guy named Brock Lesnar. I'm familiar from familiar UFC. The name, yeah. So for those the of you, the least popular man in the UFC. Yes. So for those of you not familiar, he used to be a UFC fighter, and he sucked at that. And Vince McMahon. I mean, he was very good. He was just the least fun to watch out of right. any person and alive. Vince McMahon loves him. Because he's a giant golem of a human being. Mm. And he's so horny. He's for got that Broly body. Giant, he does. Yes. He's the only human being with a Broly body. I will say this one comment about Brock Lesnar, which is that he has a sword tattooed across his entire torso. And Cape respect Fear for that. style. He's a terrifying. Across the front? Yeah, there's yes. a sword from That's his madness. Chest. You put it on the back where no, it goes. No, between no, his no. pecs, like, he's a terrifying mayo. Mayo Gollum monster. Is he bigger than like Aaron Berg? Here's the one uh, fight I watched with Brock Lesnar when I was into UFC, and it was him falling on the guy and then punching him in the face while lying on top of him. And then the crowd booing him and him going, I'm going to go home, get on top of my wife. wife. And drink a Coors Light, sponsored by Bud Light. Boo! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's not allowed on the mic because he's notorious for swearing and saying racial slurs. Ooh, um, Okay, so nowadays he's extremely out of shape, and it's in his contract that he can only actually wrestle for a limited amount of time. Oh, no. And he only shows up for pay-per-views, but Vince loves him. Now, the thing about the Rumble is it's really fun. Every... Uh, like 90 seconds a new wrestler comes out and it, it adds on right. and it's always like who's it gonna be it's a great time to bring up new talent or the whatever. queen is there yeah royal Rumble. but instead what they did is have queen. brock lesnar the most reviled person in the whole company 
and they who is the least convincing dude also was considered an unsafe worker because he hurts people for real. Yeah, he's uh, too nice. big. Uh, he that's that's cool actually. He threw no. people out of <laughs> no. the ring over and over again in unbelievable ways for like the first half hour. Not uh-huh. cool. And uh, it just wasn't believable because like people were overselling it. Yeah. Okay. And it made me angry. But not in like a fun way like The Rock. No. Uh, no, like, like when like Steven Seagal is beating up people while being fat. And you're yes. like, that's not <laughs> yes. what happened. And you're like, this isn't realistic. And some of the people... No, it's just that I'm really good at martial arts. Yeah, it's the same exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. And some of the people they threw out were like highly anticipated to mm. make their, you know, just like very talented people who are actually good at fighting. And he's like, yeah, look at me and my, my fat ass throwing people out. <laughs> With my fat ass. And eventually he got <laughs> tossed out and then it was kind of okay. But then, you know, whatever. Anyway, it was bad and I yelled a lot. And now I'm drunk. So let's talk about anime. That's a wonderful story. Yeah, it's no wonderful, good. But wonderful, wonderful tale. Yeah. That's why I don't drink on our show. Brock Lesnar. Some of us are trying to keep it professional over here. Yeah. Yeah. We're balling out super. We keep it, we never go off topic. We never go off topic. We stay on top of my wife and then we drink a Coors Light. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I'm the Brock Lesnar of this podcast now. You know why? Because I have a wife. Oh, uh, I guess Jeremy could also be Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I could be Brock Lesnar. Jeremy, Why couldn't I be Brock Jeremy, Lesnar? Thank you so much for coming to this Brock Lesnar audition. What can you bring to the Brock table? Okay, so first of all, uh, I have tattoos and you don't. Really? <gasps> I have something really important to bring up. Okay. Okay, we're going to pause your audition for now. Just keep on. Just yeah, stay okay, on. I'm the same okay, character. Katie, okay, okay, what okay. is up? When are we all going to get matching Dragon Ball tattoos? Oh, oh I am we... actually getting a new tattoo soon. You can't get the. You I'm not going to get a Dragon Ball, Ball tattoo no, next. No, I know, I know. I have other ones in the queue, but I, I do want to get a Dragon I Ball tattoo. I do have guys. other ones in the queue, too, but I'm just saying I had a vision, and I think the three of us need to get Dragon Ball tattoos together. Okay. They don't necessarily have to match, but we have to get them at the same time. As a vaguely London gentleman, you must stay in the queue. Yes. Yes. So, so what, what are we thinking about, though? What do you, what do you want? You well, want, like, I mean, Chiaotzu or something, right? I love Chiaotzu. No. I mean, for a while, I kept messaging people asking for a Yamcha baseball tattoo, and I kept right. getting shut down. Right, right, right. Um, but I would be open to a myriad of possibilities. Hmm. Um, I, yeah, I would get a Chiaotzu. What about a dragon? I would get a Puar. I would get a Shenron. It would be very expensive to get a Shenron. Yeah, you don't want Shenron's a Shenron's a very detailed I'm drawing. thinking of just all like... down our body? I'm thinking about just like a, a small one that like yeah, I want the coward Alex Patak could get on his ankle or something yeah. and try and hide from his No, wife. no. I mean, if I'm getting one, I'm going big. Yeah, because it's already ruining my admittance your arm. into the Jewish cemetery where I would spend my days with my wife. You right. Be allowed who has begged anyway. me. My wife who has assured me if she dies, she does not want to be buried because she saw the show Six Feet Under and thinks mm. it's gross now. It is gross. It's fucking disgusting. Nobody should do it. And so we'll uh, probably burn this whole thing up. So what kind yeah, of crazy yeah. fucking tattoo are we getting? <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> well, so what I'm saying, though, is that like Shenron is a very big and detailed drawing. So you're going to spend a, big a lot dragon, of money big on Big personality. Yep. What you want is something small and simple that you can get done in about an hour, an hour and a half. So no, you I want don't a big have one. to pay too high above the shop minimum. No, I see. But here's the thing is if we're all getting a matching tattoo, I feel like it has to be some big milestone where we're like, guys, we sold the idea of Dragon Ball. What no. do you do with your cut? No, 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 no we're not no. doing anything like that. See, Alex, you don't when have When you add any up to tattoos. a milestone. 
So you, uh, Dude, you think it needs to be a big deal? Yeah. It does not. It does not have to be a big Your deal. Your body will someday be a corpse. Life is meaningless. Yep. So why not get a matching tattoo okay. for like $200 with your pals? I have like several Friday the 13th tattoos that I've just like... What, what do you call it when you like write a story for something after it happens? Fan fiction. No, like... Uh, 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 epilogue? Is that a redacted tonight? No, like when you... Um, um, like a like post hoc set- type of thing, like a what, right. something like. That. Anyway, the After point is the that fact- I've, I've gotten tattoos that I've later been like, actually, here's the significance of it for when normies ask me what right. my tattoos mean. I can just be like, oh, I thought, you yeah, meant- this is for my dead aunt. I thought you meant literally a Friday the Thirteenth tattoo, which I do have because I. Oh yeah, you do have for the movie Friday the Thirteenth. What? Are you have a Friday the Thirteenth? Yeah, dude, I have. Yeah, and her arm. She's got the Jason mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna pop my arm out, fans. Oh no, her arm. Katie is ripping off her arm, Namekian style. Katie shirt. is f- flexing her shirt off like the Rock. <laughs> her arm is popping off, shooting purple goo into the room. Oh, oh my god, there's purple goo me. everywhere. <laughs> Fuck. Katie, this is my fucking guest room. <laughs> okay, There's and now a new arm everywhere. is grown out. And it's so a Jason takes Manhattan. Look, he's got the whole city skyline. Yeah, it's a nice tattoo, but what am I supposed to do about this purple goo, Katie? Yeah, clean it up, you hey, bitch. that's podcast money you pay for with that. Got that podcast Basically, money. Yes. All my stupid tattoos I've gotten since this podcast has started has mm-hmm, been paid mm-hmm. for. But anyway, the oh, point is, funny. yeah, you don't want a significant tattoo, right. especially not for something like this. We want to do something stupid and easy, but you want it to be low-key enough that if somebody asks you, like, if the thing is, you want something that if Round Dragon Ball pitch. becomes really stupid later, and they do, like, if they sell it to Disney and Disney makes, like, a bunch of Dragon Ball stuff, you want something that you have plausible deniability that it could be something else. I'm going to cut you off on this, because I see you have a lot of thoughts. Roundtable pitch, everyone pitch a tattoo. Okay, Katie. For... The for for all of us to get the same tattoo. If we all got the same one, mm-hmm. I have two ideas. One is just the oolong head because of the nine uh, eleven was an inside yeah, yeah, job yeah. T-shirt. Oh. Um, I love that. And because piss pigs is what we call our followers, mm-hmm. and oolong peeing on the dragon was an iconic image in that large illustration that we had for a while. Yeah. Um, and the other one is if we were getting raunchy with it is a piccolo dick a piccolo mm. dick from the fickle yes. harpy over pick your, your own actual dick, dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on top of my dick is a drawing of a green cloaca personally i would like like a good dragon ball tattoo but right. i will also get a bad dragon ball tattoo cuz this body once again and i cannot emphasize this enough will someday be a it's corpse. It's gonna burn up <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's gonna be dust. It's not I like your not body. It's gonna die. Give a shit. <laughs> not like you at home. You're not gonna die. No, we you are going to die. You're so young. <laughs> if what SoundCloud has been telling us is true, you're so young. You're so young. You're never gonna die. We, we're gonna die. We're, I'm about to die right now. Um, here's what I'm thinking, and it's seven Dragon Balls tattooed all the way around our thighs like a sexy garter. Okay. That way it's really painful to get. Uh, first of all, that's not a painful yeah, spot. Yeah, it's not gonna be so bad. Although and the back will be pretty rough. I'm saying like by yeah. your hamstring and shit. Second yeah. of all, that will be mostly painful on my wallet. Am I right, fellas? Oh, hey, that's a big tattoo. That's, big tattoo. That's an expensive tattoo. Katie, Although if you don't get any shit, It'll be okay. Katie, I know. I'm from the Council of Funny Podcasts. I'd like to hire you for your comment. Well, you know what? You guys didn't hire me to be funny. You hired me to make your uh, off-color jokes acceptable. That's true. 
That's true. When, when we were auditioning you in the office, uh, just like I am to Jeremy right now. Oh about- yeah, 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 we have to. We do have to get back to that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but my my tattoo for all of us would be. I think we'd all enjoy a Pawar. Yeah, I okay. love Pawar. He's a cute little cat. It, I just think that would be a weird only tattoo to have, a Pawar. <laughs> you'd be like Gabe. You'd be like Gabe Smith. You'd be like, I'm crazy. I have a Pawar, and that's it. Well, but like Does Gabe's first it's tattoo Puar. was like a fucking like badger or something <laughs> weird like that. That's dumb as shit. Uh, for my birthday, someone gave me a Pawar that you pull a string and he rumbles for like Reasons I don't understand. Mm. Weird. Weird, yeah. Well, like, why, why do you need your puar to vibrate but not enough to masturbate with? Like, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Are you trying to have virtual sex with this puar or not? No. I, you know, make up your mind. Yeah. I can be anything you want. That's true. <laughs> Very I'm useful. a 10 and I'm a 5. More believable. <laughs> I'm Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Zorro. <laughs> Hi, caramba! <laughs> I'm a sexy Bart Simpson. Haven't you wanted to do Bart Simpson? Bart damn Simpson, man. Oh, yeah, Bart damn Simpson, man. Now I'm the Bart man, a separate and equally valuable character. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson's doing the Bart man. That will hold up forever. Wait, genuine question. What was I interviewing you for? Oh, Brock Lesnar. Jeremy, thanks for coming in. I think you could be the next Brock. You've got what's it right? Yes. So what we were saying you. was, I would be the Brock Lesnar of this podcast. Sure. I have tattoos and you don't. We love what you're bringing to the table. Yeah. You're not. You're not auditioning us. Katie's auditioning us. You are also out for Brock Lesnar. How do you guys? So between the two of us, who's Brock Lesnar? Um, I'm significantly huger than Jeremy. Can I hear a uh, statement on your feelings towards the fast food sandwich chain? Jimmy John's. Oh, that oh, was one of I my safer feelings, and I appreciate Jimmy John's. <laughs> I really love Jimmy John's. They were at my brother-in-law's wedding. Oh my god! He got uh, the cocktail hour was catered by Jimmy John's. That is the most depressing thing I've Dude, ever. Dude, it ruled. Had. Honestly, you think it would be depressing, but when you're in the moment, you're kind of drunk and you need a little snack, like a quarter of a Jimmy John's sandwich, real good. Alex? I'll be honest, Jimmy John's sucks. Okay. It's one of the worst sandwich I'm sorry, jobs. But Jeremy, you are the <laughs> Yes! I am so strong. Jeremy, look at your levels. <laughs> Turn your levels even farther down. Just take it, just think about what you've done. <laughs> I am too strong for this podcast, clearly. That does make you the Brock Lesnar. It movie? does, yeah. Hey everyone, it's me, Future Trunks. I'm not busy grinding a skateboard down a long rail or doing sit-ups at the gym so I got my hard body. I love listening to the Ballin' Out Super Podcast and giving them a great review so other people know it's a great podcast. I can also send them emails using my dragon computer. Haha. <laughs> Be sure you rate and review the podcast. It's very helpful. Cowabunga. The title of this film is Lord Slug. Slurp, 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 slurp. All right. <laughs> That's the sound a slug makes. We now, open up a serene lake, a deer by a waterfall. What? It'll be important later. I hope nothing happens to that deer. Beautiful, <laughs> naturalistic scenes untouched by the folly of man. Mm. We meet... 
We Pick hate a Folly here. Yeah, I hate Folly. Here on the Ball and Out Super Podcast. Dog. We hate Folly. You know what? The only thing I hate more than Folly. What is it, Katie? Hubris. Oh, I damn, hate hubris. Damn dog. Man's hubris? Oh, that fuck's worse. Gross. I'm like, yeah, President Trump's pretty bad, but have you looked at my man hubris? <laughs> This may be my inner Pixar kid talking, but I've had enough of the folly of man, and I'm looking to see the Wally of man. Oh. Nice, 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 yeah. Sorry. Anyway, so there's a deer. <laughs> okay, yeah, stop go distracting on. me. This is a All right, We're by a waterfall. Whoosh. I drink a shit ton less than you two, so yeah. I know, I need some more. I'm out. It's a plot point in the movie. Pickle! <laughs> Listens to the waterfall as he meditates, and he goes, I can get lost in that sound for days. Oh, right. you know what this reminded me of? Is, you guys ever see Con Air? Or not Con Air, uh, Face Off. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have seen Face in Off. In Face Off, in the beginning, when when you're like, that's clearly a line rewrite to get this under a, uh, an NC-17 rating, when uh, Nick Cage is like, I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, he's saying this out loud because he's hoping someone will overhear it and buy him a sharper image sound machine for, for holidays. Or he's just like a uh, he's just like a little poetry kid who's just like, I want people to think I'm deep. Well, yeah. two comments here. One is if you're meditating, you're not supposed to say or think anything. <laughs> Nonetheless, for your like, mantra. <laughs> nice waterfall. That means you're doing it wrong. Gohan flies over to Piccolo and he's like, Gohan, look at me! Look at me! Look what I can do! Me and this dragon can do a dance! I'm a little five-year-old boy and no one pays attention to me. That's true. My best friend is an animal that can't speak. I'm I'm basically feral. And then he starts for attention. They do a dance. Whistling starts. Icarus gets the fuck down. He's doing the running man. He's fucking grinding it. Yeah, dude. We should explain it. They're Icarus. shaking their asses. Yeah, Icarus, Icarus is, a, is not normally on the show. He's a dragon. He's, he's a chubby little dragon that Gohan hangs out with. And I was saying while we were watching this, I really appreciate that they had the, the bravery as a production team to make Icarus not have any human characteristics in this part. He doesn't, like, dance good at all. He dances like you'd imagine an animal does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just kind of wobbles around, which yeah. is what we want to see. And it's one of the highlights of the film. It really is. It's probably the best part of the whole thing. Yeah. And they get down. You keep thinking it's going to end, and it keeps going. <laughs> it keeps. It's really it long. very long. It's yeah. around as long versus expectations as you would think an anime opening song should be versus expectations. Mm. And that it's around like 45 seconds to a minute when yeah. you're like done after 15 seconds. You know what it reminds me of is uh, the last or one of the Dragon Ball movies that we watched where there's that scene where Gohan gets drunk and it yes. just goes on for fucking ever. And right. you're, like, you're like, I know this is going on, quote, too long for like a film you know, theory kind of perspective, but like, damn if I'm not enjoying right. this. <laughs> Piccolo is driven mad by the dancing and he goes, dear God, stop. You can't, you can't do this anymore, He's Gohan. sweating and shaking. Yeah. And it's he, the whistling, although he does not clarify that. <laughs> he almost shits himself in concentration. And he goes, don't you ever do that again. <laughs> and, you know, Go- 
Gohan really responds well to abusive figures because for larger context to train him, Piccolo leaves him alone in the woods to fend for himself for three years or yeah. whatever. And so. blows up the moon. <laughs> the entire moon on a whim. <laughs> yeah, it's like that shit where like uh, like an abusive partner like beats up a dude at a bar for like looking at his girlfriend wrong and then goes up to his girlfriend like, look what you made me do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm but horrified. instead of the moon and he's destroyed the earth by <laughs> blowing up the moon. I don't do well with confrontation, but I also would love someone to beat someone up on my back. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm 31. No one's defending this honor anymore. That honor has been left across bathrooms you in Portland, have Oregon. No honor. Wow, that was really sad. <laughs> they sent honor something. left across bathrooms. Uh. They sense something, and meanwhile in space, a dark ball hurtles towards Earth. Right. It's like a big asteroid or something, and they cut to the news, and the news shows the asteroid slamming to the Earth, and then a guy goes, this is the 3D projection of what should happen in just 20 minutes, and I gotta get out of here. I gotta go. And we were watching, and we were like, that's funny. Yeah. Sometimes Dragon Ball, you hit the notes we're looking for, and you put some funny stuff up there, and we love what you're doing. It's always jarring when anime does actual humor and not anime humor. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody in this, like, I'm jarred. sees somebody's ass and then goes like, whoa! <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm horny for an ass! <laughs> Except Piccolo, and a joke we're not making. That's <laughs> <laughs> true, yeah. We're not making that joke. Nope. Um, Krillin's here. watching TV at Roshi's house, and he's so mad that the news about the world ending has preempted the vague sports program he was going to jack it to, and he's mad he's going to die a virgin. Mm-hmm. Right, because he says, I've never had a girlfriend. How old is Krillin supposed to be at this juncture, do you think? Like uh, 23, probably. Yeah, really Keep in mind, Gohan has a son. Because uh, Goku... Goku's like a Bruce Springsteen story. He's having a teen... He's a teen father, for sure. Yeah. So, he I don't definitely, know. Yeah, I think he's like... 24? 25? Yeah. I'm going to say 23. I think Katie's right. Still in those career years. <laughs> trying yeah. to make his career as a bald monk happen. Yep, you got it. <laughs> Krillin is grinding out an open mic saying like, what do you mean you don't need any more short, bald guys with six dots on their heads? <laughs> What do you mean that's the number one demographic in comedy? <laughs> uh, Master Roshi is having a wet dream in the background while this is going down. Yeah, that's kind of a funny moment. Meanwhile, everyone riots in the city. They're just looting and plundering, grabbing onto cars, smashing, grabbing, you know, the works. Yeah, it's a smash and grab, mate. Goku and Krillin fly up and they're like, we're not gonna blow it up because there's life forms aboard. We're just going to change his course. And Krillin's like, I don't sure. appreciate that empathy. Yeah. I'm going to be a cop someday. Well, right. one of the funniest lines in the whole thing is that uh, Krillin's like, why don't we just blow it up? And Goku's like, think about the people down there and what they'd think. And then Krillin's like, Oh, yeah, you're right. And then they never really explain what that means. What does that mean? I mean, you're saving the entire Earth. I think that's the one pass you get to maybe blow up an asteroid. Like, it'd be also, one thing if they yeah. did, like, a, a, a Armageddon thing where they're like, we can't blow it up like that because... It'll slam into the Earth. will hit yeah. the Earth. 
They but don't that say was not anything. what they just said. Like, hey, think about those people down there. What they'd think. You know, yeah. I really would have loved an Aerosmith song in this. Oh, that would be fun. Just like Armageddon. Or if like a movie there's... I watched on a bus on the way to Boston. The way it's school. meant to be watched. Oh, okay. I was gonna say not in a comedy context. <laughs> <laughs> Surely you saw that movie before that. She was on a bus to open for Aerosmith on the Aerosmith bus. And they show her Armageddon, like they do before every show. They watch Armageddon. Yeah. It's crazy how many songs Steven Tyler wrote about his daughters. Steven Tyler owns a restaurant in my hometown. Really? Isn't that kind of fun? No. Is well, it called Dude like, Looks Like a Lady it's Luncheonette? Called, it's called Dude, Dude Looks, looks Like, like a Lady food. Luncheonette. You yeah. got it. <laughs> I didn't even just say it out loud. You already knew. <laughs> we all know Steven Tyler's famous restaurant. Or is it Food Looks Like a Lady in all of the dishes? <laughs> have little wigs. They have little flavored wigs. You can take off the food and go, what? <laughs> I thought this food was a lady. <laughs> Instead, it's chicken parmesan. Oh, my God. I'm so hungry. Robin know, Williams really hungry. is the I food? A, I got so much cooking to do when we're done. Ugh, I'm going to get a sad bodega sandwich and hope the guys don't make fun of me. Food looks like a lady. I'm going to ah, order a steak and cheese, ah. and it's going to have Man, a redhead wig on it. What a transphobic banger. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. God damn. So anyway, they call me homie, 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 ha. Huh? The uh, two blue beams that become one blue beam, and it... it it uh, just makes that fucking ball fall faster into the earth, you yeah, guys. Right. You really it bounces up. right off and of they the get comet. Sucked up into its uh, gravity, gravity wind tunnel. I was gonna say ambiance. The and comet. I was like, That's not right. <laughs> the comet then uh, crashes uh, so close to the earth that uh, an event around the size of a thousand nine elevens happens. Yeah, where... everything gets <laughs> fucked up. Buildings crumble. A tidal wave floods the city. Volcanoes. Earthquakes. It's uh, it's so bleak. No yeah, good. it's and as if to to accentuate the uh, Japan centric mindset of Dragon Ball. They're like, good thing that missed us. <laughs> uh, again, we are fine with all of the above: tsunamis, volcanoes, earthquakes, and uh, destruction of entire cities. As long as uh, there's one of us left, <laughs> and to the point where, like, after the crash happens, so like the the comet blows off course and explodes, and then the meteors don't hit the Earth, and uh, they're all like, oh, they. Thank goodness. And Bulma and the crew are in a pile of wreckage by the sea, and they just like unearth themselves and then dust themselves off and are like, Thank goodness. What are you guys up to? <laughs> yeah, Bulma immediately is like looking at the asteroids in the sky. He's like, it's beautiful. Let's get to it. So um, many people must have died. Yeah. Like hundreds of, th- if not a million people <laughs> from this event that should ruin our seas at least. Yeah, like the the sizing of it looked like it's twice the size of Earth. Right. So big. It's yeah. so big. And yet, luckily, we evaded it thanks to Goku and friends. Thank you, uh, Goku. Yeah, Mix medicine service. with booze. Now my mouth is funny shaped. Do, 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 do. What song is that? <laughs> what is that? I sung it to you. Okay. What? So is that a the, song you just made up? Right? Oh, uh, wait. Oh, yeah, it is. It's based on real life. Okay, I get you. Yeah. Wait, what? She makes medicine with booze. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I'm a good singer. Um, wow. So the spaceship lands <laughs> and the stairs. Wait, you don't understand? I don't know what song that is. What song is that? Are you? I just made it up. Oh, okay. Picture it not as a song. And 
and just as something Katie said, but musically. <laughs> I and get analyze it. it from that point. Gotcha. <laughs> and edit okay. this part out of the podcast, oh and we're God. great. <laughs> this is worse than I imagined. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Gentleman Podcast, where we drink gin and talk about it. Yep. Oi! Oi! It's the Gentleman Podcast! Brought to you, you boy! Blue Apron! <laughs> you You're tired of making your own food! Is your relationship falling apart? <laughs> Blue Apron. Is your missus on the fritz? You might be interested in meals for one! <laughs> Pizza for one. Not lots of fun. Okay, so it's a big old spaceship. The spaceship's here, and all the people of the town stand out front and go, ooh, ah, it's a big old spaceship. Right, the people, very big. Again, the people who weren't murdered in the apocalypse event are immediately just in a good mood, <laughs> and they're viewing the spaceship that dropped off of the comet kind of sarcastically. The stairs open, and a friendly robot walks out. My goodness, just kidding. It is not a friendly robot. It's a storm It's trooper. a mean one. Yeah, it's a mean robot. And he's got a big long head, and he's got great. I love the armor in this movie. What did you guys think? I yeah, thought it was I pretty it. cool. Yeah. yeah, it's like big, like white, like kind of clear. You know, just like I'm here for business. I'm a Nazi in space. I serve Lord Slug. Well, this is like the fun part of Dragon Ball, where they'd come up with the idea of Saiyan armor, and they'd done that with the Saiyans, right? right. And, and they're then like, they what like, if we how had many one... fun variations can we think of on this? Because like, if you think about it, Raditz and Nappa and Vegeta all have different variations in the same armor. And for a while, they're like, let's have fun with it. Just fucking make all kinds. And then when yeah. we get to the Frieza saga, they're like, actually, everyone one kind, one. one kind. Actually, it's all one. It's just too much. I'm exhausted. <laughs> so uh, a whole army marches out, and they go, attention! This planet now belongs to Lord Slug, and the people of Earth go, yeah. Right. Yeah, slugs, slugs are, are nasty. Yeah, it's a literal quote. <laughs> Must have uh, landed over in New York City with how tough these folks are. <laughs> yeah, I got your slug right here. <laughs> oh, you're walking here? You're a slug. Wait, did I ever tell you guys about my idea for uh, just like a one interstitial cut in Watchmen when the giant squid is like killing New York? Yep. And then it cuts to a fat Italian guy eating like a plate of fried calamari. He's just like, Eh, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Oh, <laughs> whoa, that should have been in it. Uh, what if we had a plate of like really good calamari right now? Oh, oh imagine. Like the real stuff, not that rubbery mm. bullshit that yeah, Gordon Ramsay would yell about. Shit. Yeah, throw yeah. that in the garbage. Pizzle, get that shit out of here. Give me that real calamari. Calamari. For those of you not aware there was a huge controversy in New York where several restaurants were saving, serving pig buttholes and calling it calamari. Yeah. Honestly, hey. that rules. I yeah, know. That's like a classic New York scam. You live by the, the sword, you die by the yep. sword. Alan Moore. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm walking here. Alan Moore. <laughs> Sorry, I lost my place in my notes. I'm Italian. I could tell you what happens here. So all of the soldiers have gotten off of the ship, and they say the plan is now owned by Lord Slug, and everybody is disrespectful to them, and then much like the, uh, 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 Chinese in uh, Tiananmen Square yep. open fire on all of these people at yeah. will. 
And uh, only Gohan, who is around seven years old. For the, how old is Gohan? This? He's, yeah, he's like he's seven. So he's but a boy. He's got a hat with a Dragon Ball on it, and he charges into the army and then fist fights all of them when they have guns. He and fucks them up. I was saying it's a lot like in, like, he must have, like, Vin Diesel's contracts where he, like, can't lose a fight because he fights so many dudes. And even though he's outnumbered, he's doing great. But he does Lord, lose later. Lord Slug pulls him up on the holograph, and he's like, I see that young boy has a Dragon Ball on his stylish hat. I would like that. I believe what he says is, I'll have what he's having. Ooh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Lord Slug <laughs> is... uh the scene in Cat's Deli. <laughs> Lord Slug is following a tradition of queer-coded villains, and let me tell you, honey, this old queen's got it going on. Right. If you can't imagine Lord Slug, you could imagine Scar from The Lion King. Yep. Yes. Or but Ursula. Green. Yeah. But he's green, and he's old. Uh, uh, yeah. Gohan's fighting, and then Chi-Chi joins in the fight, and she kicks the shit out of some guys, which was momentarily cool, but they steal it from me immediately and have her knock the fuck out. For the seven seconds, Chi-Chi isn't being thrown a- a- out with the trash. It's pretty cool, where she's mm-hmm. like, I kicked the guy, I have value, and they're like, no, you don't, you're a woman! This is 1992 or whenever! I think it's 1989. 1989. Gohan grabs her to save her. Sound of the funky drummer. <laughs> and his hat falls off, which like his hat is a Dragon Ball. You really should have strapped that shit on yeah, there. Yeah, Dragon Ball. Really, like four star. Whoever came up with the hat system of storing Dragon Balls really needs to re-examine some things. Well, yeah, consider the, that it's these the, are the grandpa most valued ball. possession. Just find a safe. I don't yeah. know. Don't put it on your kid's head. You notice how every alien that comes to Earth is always trying to get these. Maybe don't put it on your child's head. Maybe, okay, let it on his head and then watch your child ever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's got to be some kind of check and balance here. It's like if like the the uh, the casino boss from Ocean's Eleven was like, I put 10 grand in cash on my kid's hands. <laughs> taped it right to the top. Good luck finding him. He's out in public with the strongest <laughs> man I know. Try and find him, Danny Ocean. <laughs> Lord Slug goes, yummers, a Dragon Ball. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Direct quote. Yeah, and again, Lord Slug is just like full of hack lines. So he's like, don't yuck my yams. I got to pee. Can someone pick this up? Yes, I yeah. can. Do you need my notes? <laughs> you know what? I'm sure they won't make any sense, but yes, give them to me. All right, so Lord Slug is a big bad man. He comes outside and he says, hey... This is my planet now, and your guests? Do you mind giving me all the bloody dragon balls, mate? Mate. That's what he says. Yeah. And uh, normally, in this kind of situation where, you know, there's been a slaughter, and there's only a boy and his hurt mother and your army, there'd be no information to extract. Except Bulma is also there with Oolong, the transforming pig. And Bulma, as the genius child inventor of the dragon radar, is like, you idiot, you'll never get the Dragon Balls without the radar I've invented. And then he's like, what was that? And she's like, oh. The radar, you know, the one that's in my pocket that I invented. And he's I, like, nice. Nice, sick. Uh, let me go read your mind. And then he sucks her over with like a force pull, like yeah. from Star Wars. He force pulls her over, reads her mind. And, and her takes the radar. I don't know if you've been watching Dragon Ball, but her mind has all of the exciting Dragon Ball moments in it. <laughs> and so it's actually like a big deal. And then she goes unconscious. He takes her Dragon Radar. He's like, guys, just find all the Dragon Balls in just an hour. Out there. Have fun with it. And I won't be mad. And so he has his four big lieutenants who are like, 
we didn't discuss them yet. Dra- Lord Slug is an old green Namekian with uh, super armor, and he has a lot of spirit energy, but like no physical power. And his lieutenants are just leather daddies in different yeah, different variations <laughs> on leather daddy. There's like really big one in like a man romper, and there's a dragon who's fat, and there's a little gremlin guy with four arms. Yep. And there's a gentleman caller who has a cape, and he kind of looks like Robin Hood, but he's purple. Yep. And they all go off, and there's a montage, and they find all the Dragon Balls, and they bring them back to Lord Slug. And they're like, not a problem. Not a problem. The montage was actually very funny. It's a very funny montage, but we simply must move on. The the montage was just like like finding them by the side of the roads or knocking guys over. They get them in like two seconds. Uh, so they have all the Dragon Balls now, and Lord Slug goes, I know what Daddy wants, and I'm Daddy. Make me a young man again. <laughs> yeah, and so, uh, Shenron, the Eternal Dragon, is there. No frills about it. They don't make a big deal about summoning him. He's just like, I understand you want to be young. We all want that. Here you go. You're a 25-year-old Namekian. Go hit the streets. Don't we all wish... That the strokes were on the radio again. <laughs> Back to managing a Forever 21. <laughs> it's kind of my whole thing. American Apparel <laughs> has stores again. <laughs> I'm back. Your cat wants attention so bad, oh, dog. Oh, doesn't he? Do you know who else is back? Lord Slug. Yeah, he's Younger young. and hotter than ever. He That's screams- right. And he's... I'm reborn! Thank you, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he thanks Jesus Christ, his personal Lord and Savior, who actually saved him on a sinful road earlier before the movie. A pod shoots up to the sky and sends a dark cloud over Earth to block out the sun and make a chilly willy. Very similar to the Invader Zim episode where they blot out the sun and try to steal the planet. And this makes it chilly willy so that his nice soldiers are allowed to take off their coats because they were chilly. And, or, no, it was too hot. No, they were willy. They were too willy. And so now it is the correct temperature, and they go, this is the perfect temperature for us, the Lord Slug guys, and now all the humans will die. Yep. Cutting to Bulma in Master Roshi's hut, or, uh, 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 sorry, Chi-Chi's house, and them having a normal conversation, and everyone being like, we're alive and it's okay temperature. We skipped one. <laughs> Where is everyone? Important thing in which uh, there's a scene where Goku's cold and yeah, Jirobi shows up to give him a sensu bean. And the only reason I bring this up is then Krillin's like, what about me? And Yajirobe literally goes, what, what about, about you? you? Yeah, <laughs> so <my> funny. fat dick. <laughs> so he says, suck my fat dick. And it's like, you can't say that in one of these. <laughs> yeah, it's very off And text. they're like, Yajirobe, you're fat, but that doesn't affect your dick. He's like, oh, yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have a very wide dick now. <laughs> Girth is mirth. I'm Yajirobe. <laughs> That's actually how it works. I'm Yajirobe. No. <laughs> I got a special condition. <laughs> so my point is being that even though there's a cloud covering the entire earth, it is cold, but I guess reasonably cold yeah. because everyone keeps going outside in sleeveless shirts yeah. and it's not a big deal. The worst you see is Chi-Chi like coughs. Yeah, Chi-Chi's like, I need a sweater. And they're like, okay, and then no big deal. So I guess 32 degrees Fahrenheit? Yeah, something like just that. Just exactly freezing. It's just winter, I guess, temporarily. Yeah. Uh, Gohan has sneaked out of the house with Icarus and Oolong, 
and uh, he's sneaking behind a truck, and the fascists find him, and he's like, who are you? And Gohan's like, I'll fuck you up. I never lose. I never lose. He fights an entire army by himself again. Lord Slug laughs in a cave and makes beams to himself. Right. He's always making beams to himself. It's kind of his whole thing. Yep. And this allows the wonderful uh, 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 fulcrum of all of the Dragon Ball movies to begin, which is the Z-Boys fight an entourage of vague villains who work under yeah. the main bad guy, but also aren't the main bad guy. Also, a very important thing that we forgot. What? Uh, when the Earth gets cold, that deer from earlier, it dies. It dies right away. <laughs> the deer cannot find a sweater and it dies. <laughs> Just like it does whenever it gets 32 degrees Fahrenheit outside. Dragon Ball loves murdering a deer. Yeah, yeah that, that one deer. That one deer comes back to life and dies every it's movie. The, it's, the, it's the Kenny of Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah. And they go, oh my God, you killed deer. <laughs> you killed one deer. <laughs> That's kind of my line. Goku, um, Gohan fucks up a bunch of people, but there's just too many of them. And they shoot at him, and he gets his ass handed to him, but suddenly Piccolo shows up. Piccolo, at this point in the series, is very powerful, Mm. very green. Yeah, he's here to fuck shit up. He's here, he's ready to zap all the boys. uh... Deal with the intruder, Lord Slug yells at his homies. And from the ship comes Frogman and lumpy orange demon with wings and a gay guy. And uh, <laughs> he's he's purple Robin Hood. <laughs> he wears a leotard intimidatingly. Goku and Krillin are starting to fly over, while the lumpy orange winged demon says, "I want the green guy. You can take the little one." And then Piccolo goes, "Let's dance." Yeah, he says, "Let's dance," which is a thing you say when you're about to fight, which I know because I'm always having a fight. Yep. <sighs> yep. I mean, Jeremy knows he's the Brock Lesnar of the podcast. Yeah, that's right. Alex is always having a fight. Yep. All right, we got to Fisty punches. <laughs> he breaks his arm. Um, meanwhile, the frog guy throws so many little beams at Gohan, and he's laughing, yep. and Gohan falls down, and uh, he says, that's not even my full shit. Time for round two, and he buds like a nematode, and little froggy well, versions of himself latch onto Gohan. They hatch out of his back like yeah. a frog. Impulsive. And then they hop on Gohan's mouth and body and hug him, sucking the energy from his body, making a boy faint. And you think, this is what I want to see in a movie? This is what I like. This is what I pay for with the movie ticket. I thought yep. it was cool. I liked it. It's disgusting. It's no. gross. I love it. I wish I could squeeze his Leave. back and squeeze a little baby frog. Hey, keep it in the bathroom. That's gross. what I say. Piccolo, meanwhile, uh, is wrestling with the orange guy, and they go into a store, and they're fucking each other up, and Piccolo <laughs> blasts him through a glade. A glass plate window. Wait, I loved this because Piccolo's beating the shit out of this guy. This guy has his arm broken and fist exploded. And then his big move is he ducks into a store and goes, now the element of surprise is on my side. Then Piccolo slams through the ceiling and gets him. And it's like, yeah, why would that work? <laughs> he knows you're down there. Are you going to get him? You can't even hurt him. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, he watch tries, him Dragon Ball guy. He tries psychological move at the last minute he goes you're so strong but you can't beat lord slug let's make a deal and piccolo uh shoots him execution style right like a nazi guard 
<laughs> yep, just like it. It's, it's very brutal. I don't know. <laughs> Gohan's passed out from the uh, energy suck, and Piccolo goes to defend him, but uh, the gay uh, monster, uh, Desmond, or whatever his name is. Yeah, Desmond. <laughs> his name is Desmond. <laughs> he shoots into the earth. Um, with his arms, they go underground, and he sticks his head up from the ground, bursting forth, looking at Piccolo's loincloth, and he goes, hey, friend, you should worry about yourself. Yeah, he does say friend, and also, gross power. He's He's got stretchy arms, but they're like human stretchy arms. Yeah. <laughs> they're not cool. Yeah, I don't know why it's it's okay when it's Namakians, but it's not when it's people. Yeah, it's a very thin line, gross. apparently, because I did not I like this. I have this weird stray memory from Dragon Ball Z of when Tien's arm gets ripped off uh, during the fight with the Saiyans, and he's like, it's okay, it'll grow back. And you're like, I don't think that's how that works. Why, why would it grow back? <laughs> he has a third eye. Who knows what the fuck's going on there? <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> he throws Piccolo and then uh, both uh, Desmond and the frog blast the shit out of Piccolo. Right. Piccolo's passed out. And then the uh, the queer demon goes, uh, this was supposed to be my day off. He says that, which yeah. I think at the time is a nod to clerks. It's the only time anyone ever says that otherwise. No, that's like a pretty standard. You think people just say that say, on the street? He, he says, I'm not supposed to be here today. Well, then why does he that's have the follow-up line? line like in that movie? You know the movie? <laughs> you know, it's like, New, I'm kind of like the New Jersey like that, villain. Like that, he has that follow-up line where he says, Snoochie Boochies. Snoochie like, Boochies. Well, Snoochie Boochies, Mr. Green. <laughs> yep, that's right, yeah. Yeah, who wants to roast this bone? <laughs> They're also vaguely British. This podcast is vaguely British. And he says, would you like some making fuck berserker? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And you're like, yeah, that must be a There's a this deleted yeah. scene where he has sex in the bathroom with the lights off, mm-hmm. and it's with a corpse. And with a stretchy dick. With a stretchy dick, which, so you know it was good for the corpse. <laughs> Goku and Krillin <laughs> are here. <laughs> Goku picks up Gohan, and Gohan's like, I love you, Dad. And Goku goes, neat. (laughs) I won't say it back. Notice I didn't say it back. All right, I'm putting you down. Super neato. All right, right, goodbye. (laughs) I'm not cold. (laughs) Goku goes, get off my planet, bro. And uh, they both charge at Goku, but then he instant transmissions into the sky. He instant transmissions into the sky. He does all the Goku moves in this fight. It's very satisfying to watch. He does the one where he catches him like a pizza pie. He kicks the shit out of Frog, dude. And King Slug's watching from his crystal ball. And he is so horny for Goku's power. Right. He's like really thinking about it. Goku at this point in the show, great body. I mean, who are you going to deny? Who are you to be the deny? Even... How? How could you? Even the strictest nun would have to doff the cap to this man's bod. Uh, ground demon shoots his hand under the ground to grab Goku's ankles while Frogman releases his babies to attack Goku. This is their genius plan, and Goku fucks them all he, up. He just does general Goku magic. He powers yep. up and yells and blasts them, and they all die. Yeah. And they're all dead, and they're not coming back. That's it for them. Yeah, there is a mouth beam, but it's okay. They're dead. Forget <laughs> so we yeah, even... get it. Yeah. Forget we brought them up. <laughs> they're never coming back. 
We don't know. One of them's named Desmond, and then that's it for them. We'll never see him again. Lord Slug exits the ship, and he goes, it's simply impossible to find good help. If you're here for the job interview, please use the service entrance, okay? Right. Oh, yeah. A lot of lines about Lord Slug's class upbringing, <laughs> and just kind of what he's about. A lot, lot of stuff about this secondary entrance that is either... More like a service entrance for yep. like uh, for, for the help for like a delivery guy. For, uh, for he thinks Goku is a delivery guy, or it's one of the secondary entrances for the affordable units in the new build. Take the freight elevator, you slut! Uh, Have you guys ever seen that when they like build a new building in like Long Island City or, oh, or yeah, Hudson yeah, yeah. Yards, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. like, "There's a second entrance for the affordable units. You don't get to use the same entrance as mm-hmm. else." And it's so, crazy. yeah, that's kind of what Lord Slug is like. He's kind of an Upper West Side rent controlled guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's no good. He's very wealthy, the but also... The poor use the freight elevator. <laughs> I don't want to see them. And that's what he's telling Goku, our friend. <laughs> he flies to a slug and gets slapped into the sun, and Goku fights him. They bean, they face punch, he he slaps Goku across the face. Can we talk about the fighting in this movie? Because this is most of the movie is Goku fighting Lord Slug. Lord Slug does less beams than any Dragon Ball villain in the entire series. He is mostly just like backyard brawling Goku yeah, with punches through like the any beam. He really. punches him and rips his shirt off at one point, which Hell is like, yeah. damn, son. I like it. Punch. Damn, that's Goku. He's my friend. Yeah, he threw him by the ankle into a fish truck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh wait, truck, huge yeah. update here. Uh, while he's beating up Goku and he goes to the fish truck, we see an iconic scene. So to kind of set the entire movie, it's uh, he goes through a sign called Iguana Street West. Oh, yeah. That kind of looks like Louisiana, like a big banner. And so you're like, oh, it's in Iguana Street West. Of I course, totally yeah, get this to, now. We need to place this. Iguana in. Street, where's the where's the marching bands? Yeah, you never <laughs> see like a late night district in this show. Yeah. Ever. Because Capsule City or wherever it's fuck it's called, wherever Bulma's like headquarters later, is. later Satan City, but in the, in Dragon Ball Z, it's like South City or something. Yeah, I'm just saying, it's always like really like a very clean, like business-oriented city. Yeah. You never see like a nightclub district. Yeah. Suddenly there's thousands of neon signs. Yeah. Iguana mm. Street is where you go to fuck. That's where you go to fuck. That's right. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Poetry from the bar. And if anybody needs a more uh, specific coordinate, we also saw a street uh, sign for 57th Street. Yeah. So it's on the corner of Iguana and 57th Iguana Street. Iguana 57th. That is where you go to fuck. You may be confused because Goku appears to be calling in from Pain Town. Yeah, they <laughs> they fuck are fucking each other up, and Goku gets fucked up big time. Yeah, it's pretty and, one-sided. Uh, he, like... Yeah, he just beats the shit out of Goku, and he rips his shirt off and just emasculates him in front of a store called Toyland. Yeah. And uh, he gets his shirt ripped off, and then Goku thinks about his family and friends, and he's like, give me your energy, and King Kai's like, they don't have shit, Goku. They don't have any energy, It's very cold. Yeah, it's so cold. They'd rather stay inside, Goku. (laughs) (laughs) You know how during the winter you don't want to go see a movie, and that's why everything (laughs) shitty comes out in January? That's what's going on with your family. To be clear, it's not so cold that you can't go outside, but you just prefer not to, Goku. (laughs) It's very important you know it's not that you die because it's so cold, but it is very cold. Unless you're a deer and then you die right away, Goku. (laughs) Time to die. Goku blocks his punch. 
and all the neon lights explode. And then he, okay, so this is supposed to be Super Saiyan, and it's the first ever appearance of Super Saiyan, yeah. and it's before they had the meeting about making the hair blonde. <laughs> right, he has the yellow aura, but he just has the K.O. Ken hair. Yes. Why did it get quiet when I said that? <laughs> it's just weird. It's a weird choice they made. Where well, they like, do the same thing with Vegeta later, where Vegeta fights Frieza, and he goes, I'm Super Saiyan, and well, he's not. That makes sense, because that's like... The whole thing at that point is that they don't know what Super Saiyan is yet. And so Vegeta's like, I'm a strong-ass Saiyan. Clearly yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Super Saiyan. And everyone's like, I mean, he must be. I don't know what the fuck it means. Hey, man, I think you're super. <laughs> yeah, I think you're fantastic and then, like, Saiyan. And finally, like, Goku, like, gets the blonde hair and everyone's like, that's, that's what it is. That's, that's definitely. Super this is a tangible difference. Your eyes change color. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but instead, he's he's like Ko Ken Plus. Essentially, yeah, this just seems like they just made yellow Ko. Because this movie happens after he fights Vegeta, but then before he goes on vacation. Yeah. To Namek. But he's out of the body cast, so it's like I don't really know when this is. It's almost like this. It's like not even fitting in with their timeline. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is one of those ones where like you realize why the Dragon Ball Z movies are not canon, right? Because because there's shit like this where you're like, but Gohan's too young for it to be after Namek. Unlike the Dragon Ball Z show itself, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta just have fun with it. He fucks up Slug and Slug rips off his arm and it grows back and it's like, oh shit, he's a new Mechian. We didn't know that before. Shit, dude. Although, and honestly... And like, do you know Piccolo? <laughs> do you know Piccolo? And he's like, we don't all know each other. <laughs> Although you guys, I mean, like... I've seen the movie before, but you could guess he's a Namekian, right? He's like yeah, the only one who looks like Namekian, that. Yeah. But they're all just like, do you know, like, have you heard of Nail? Like, I I saw his, like, Conan set, and he's so funny. He's got all these jokes about being Namekian. Right, love right. Him. Like, we're different. We're different guys. But uh, do you think, like, any- anyone was surprised by this reveal, even when this movie came out? No, there's no way anybody was like, <gasps> oh, what? <laughs> it's Representation is everything. He gets huge Ultraman style. He gets, and when I mean by huge, I don't mean bulking up. I mean, he's a giant kaiju monster style man. Yeah. He's like, is he 50 feet tall? Think less Broly big and more Ozaru big. More like Godzilla. Uh, uh, Kai says the the ancient Numekians had a thing called Supernamics, a thing that literally never comes back. Good name. Good name you gave Good it. Good name, like a Namek but bigger. What do we call it? King Kai is watching this whole movie the way he does, mildly interested in the plight of Earth for some reason, even though he's in charge of all of space. Yeah, big boy slug. He's so big Ultraman style, and he's like, fight me, bitch. And Goku goes, I don't want to hurt you. And he's like, I'm huge. I'm just so big. He's punching him through walls and parking complexes and shopping malls. And he shoves his head through a wall, and he goes, peekaboo, like the Devo song. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Just like in Devo, my favorite band. Yeah, me and you both, Slug. And then Goku uh, is like, oh shit, and he gets his head blasted. Yeah. We also get down, I mean, at some point to the pivotal position that Goku is in all the time at this point in the show, where a big, big man picks him up in their giant fists and squeezes him a little bit and goes, ha ha, ha ha ha, I'm squeezing you, ha ha ha, and he's like, ow, 
You're going to crush all my bones. <laughs> Realistically, this would be terrible. So Piccolo's like, I can't watch this shit again. So he jumps on his uh, slug's head and pulls on his antennae and is like, if you're anything like me, this is mildly annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a bit of a nod to the fellas there because antennas for Namekians is a bit like balls for humans. Yep, it's I'm, like the balls. I, if you've seen Nails Hour on Comedy Central, this is like the bulk of it. It's like, <laughs> humans could be grabbing down there, you know? They're down there. We're Namekians, we keep it all in our heads. Uh, you're thinking of uh, Nails Premium Blend. Yeah, yeah, Nails. Yeah. When Nail was just kind of telling it like it was. No, his for a Comedy bit. Central special is all sorts of like Namekians be beaming like this. Right, and then after 9 11, he's like, We have to defend Namek. <laughs> <laughs> he takes that right turn, you know? Oh, and he does that. But like, respect to Nail, I mean, well, I love he his work. He's special with like a, like, sometimes, just sometimes, and then he walks off stage. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, even a joke at the end. What are you end. thinking? <laughs> Nail is an artist before he's a jester. So while Piccolo's trapped in the big hand, he has an idea, and he starts by ripping off his ears. Right. It's so fucking funny. I th- it's not funny. It's very scary. Uh, he rips them off. Uh, doesn't even make a set. Doesn't, like, ow or anything. He's just like, yeah, I hate ears. That's the big problem with it is that, like, when uh, earlier when uh, Lord Slug, like, rips his arm off, it's like... It gets that like gross fruit crunch sound and like yeah. there's like and then juice, juice shoots out, out yeah. and whatever. And then Pickle is like, "Go on, you need to whistle. Hang on a second. <laughs> it just like makes like a cartoon like. This sound. is fine for me. Gohan, by the way, is past the fuck out. It seems like. Piccolo is perfectly capable of whistling himself. Sure, Anyone yeah. could whistle. And then Any even, of them. even weirder is that he treats it like he's like trying to keep his dog from hearing him say walk. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. just like, go on, I need you to do that thing from earlier. Do the thing. And as you'll recall from the beginning, Gohan does kind of like a whole dance with the whistle. So if you're Gohan, you're like... Do a, do a funny dance? What do I do? I wiggle my ass do in a, front of him? Is like that what a, he needs? Like a funny cartoon dragon dance? He's like, no, the other thing. <laughs> I said not to do the thing. Yeah, I thought he was going to dance. No, it's the whistling. And it turns out Namekians are super sensitive to whistling. And if you're a really, really, really big Namekian, you're extra sensitive to yeah, whistling. Yeah, they got super ears. And Line in the script. Super Namekians super have super Namekians ears. Have yeah. super hearing. Yeah. And then you're sitting there and you're like, this is good writing. This is a good movie. <laughs> I have did to tell get, my friends. I have to recap this. Is Daytime Emmy? I gotta look that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Piccolo's like, Goku. So a uh, big slug keels over because he can't stand the whistling. And then... Uh, uh, Piccolo tenderly holds Goku's passed out hand and he's like, zaps him with energy and Goku's like, great, I can finish the show now. And he punches through Lord Slug and puts a big old hole and he explodes purple blood and then he lights on fire. Yeah, yeah. so that's one of the worst ways you can die, actually. Yeah, yeah. gotta be up there. He, he explodes and uh, uh, also bleeds to death. And then he's like, got to turn off that satellite. And then Lord Slug's like, just kidding, not totally dead yet. Um, and he's trying to stretch the arm Goku. And Goku's like, no, 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 no. 
And he throws him into the satellite, breaking the satellite, right. and then I guess actually killing him that time. Right. He beams him so hard, he slams into the satellite, spreading the purple gas, cooling the world to a chill 32, but reasonable 32. And it explodes, and actually that's not a problem anymore. It goes away right away. And short of the million lives lost, it's fine. Yeah. And then, you know, everyone laughs and is like, you did it, Goku. You're great. Yeah, Jerobi shows up and he's like, I got beans. Yeah. And Piccolo grabs him and he's like, motherfucker, give me a bean. Give me a bean. And then he puts. I can't hear you. (laughs) I ripped off my own ears. Sorry, I can't hear what you're saying. And yeah, Jer- There's Jer- a Jer- good like, reason I did it. Beans here. I got beans here. So like, I don't understand. I need a bean. Sign it on my palm. Do you know ASL? I don't know ASL, but I feel like I can figure it out. I can figure it out. I'm very intuitive. So anyway, he grows his ear back. And uh, Roshi then wakes up from his wet dream that he's been having this whole time, and then the show ends. Yep. You got to imagine what was happening in that old man's dream. Yep. Oh, it was super horny. Yeah, dude was fucking. Yeah, it's probably a way better movie than this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, he was like, <laughs> you see, when you get old, your dick gets thicker. <laughs> it's like a tree. It's a condition I have. <laughs> It's called tree dick. (laughs) (laughs) My dick's made of wood. It grows a turtle shell. (laughs) Increasing width. (laughs) (laughs) All right, out of seven Dragon Balls. Wow. This is pretty fun. I liked it a lot. I'm going to give it... A genuine six out of seven. Yeah. Wow. That's this the right a, number. This isn't a six to prevent Shenron. Like, you know, there's yeah. definitely some stuff that needed work, but like I yeah, it was really fun. I enjoyed it. All right, Jeremy. Alex. Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine, I'll do mine. I would give it I'm gonna give it a four out of seven. And here is why. It is very good compared to the trash we regularly scoop into our mouths on this program. <laughs> yum, yum, but yum. I know the Dragon Ball Z movies get so much better in terms of beams and cool moves, and that this one yeah, was we mostly get like next. This was kind of like Roadhouse the Dragon Ball Z movie. That's why I liked it. I liked the just punching. And yeah. so I I feel it's not what I watch this show for try me again later honey four out of seven yeah i gotta give this i'm going with katie i'm going six out of seven what did you like really damn good fun but there is a lack of beams you've got a lack of beams that's a problem but a positive is icarus and a lot of icarus a lot of icarus if you're here for the icarus you're here to stay got a lot of icarus you got a lot of you got a lot of Namekians ripping parts off. Yeah, They're doing cool. it all the damn time in it, this, growing them back. It'll get a laugh just watching it. Yeah, very fun Post stuff. a gif of your favorite Namekian ripping his ears off. <laughs> hey, we'd love to see it. Yeah. Join the Discord. <laughs> Alex is not there. I won't be there, He'll but Jeremy there. will tell me about it. I'm there. I'm occasionally there. And Katie's occasionally there. David yeah. Citrix always there. And yes, if you're, he is. Uh, if you're a Patreon type of person, uh, <laughs> give us money. If you're a Patreon type of person. There's two type of people, if you ask me. There's Talk Patreon. about people. 
Patreon people. Well, so what we're saying here, folks, is that uh, we just did a movie, and sometimes we do this behind the paywall. Yeah, we're doing all of the movies behind the paywall. So if you enjoyed this long, heroic arc, uh, go sign up for those. If you, want, if you liked this episode where all of us ch- took turns being impatient because we had to pee, and we're trying to wait for a moment where the riffs lulled, <laughs> you'll at- love behind the paywall content. <laughs> I'm at that moment right now. <laughs> Me too. All right, let's do some plugs. Yeah, all right. Uh, Alex, what do you got? Okay, so I have another podcast, Pod Damn America, weekly comedy show every Sunday at uh, Cherry Tree Bar. Bad news, it's a comedy show at 7 p.m., except this weekend for the Super Bowl. Don't come. I'm not doing a show at the same time as the Super Bowl. It'd be stupid. One more thing. Uh, we've been doing... Uh, streams for Dota Underlords with me and my friend David Citric on the Ballin' Out channel. Damn, are they fun. The crowd loves it. The crowd loves them. They disrespect me and my great game I love to play, and it hurts my feelings. So come get in on that. Probably going to be Wednesday this week. Yep. You can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose or on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose, but here's the secret. I'm on lockdown, so... Uh, <laughs> If you have a shady account where you like don't have a picture and you only follow people and you don't post anything, I'm not going to accept you. So <laughs> work on that. Try uh, harder to follow <laughs> Katie. <laughs> uh, and I don't have anything else going on right now because my job has consumed my life. Damn. Okay, you can find me on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder. You can check out my other podcast, Generation Loss with Bryn from Beep Beep Lettuce. We watch movies and things that are kind of like movies, but not quite. Uh, yes. Also, uh, if you're in the New Hampshire area, come hang out with Alex and I while we canvass for Sir Bernie Sanders. He's been knighted. Uh, we are going to be canvassing, and if you come, Alex and I will buy you a one beer. Congrats to the lad. Okay, that's it for this week. Join, Join us, us next, next week. Super! Gentlemen. Great work. <laughs> <laughs>